Welcome back, listener, to Discussing Marvel, a casual fan podcast. I am your host, Irving, along with... You're the host, Eddie. And today, we are doing our Miss Marvel Season 1 episode ranking, along with our final thoughts of the series. It's been a couple days since the Season 1 finale, so we've been able to sit with it, ponder with it, look at the fan reaction... And just see how we truly felt about this unique show that Marvel Studios has given us. So, Eddie, let's start off with what are your feelings of the show now that it's been a while since it's ended? Oh, it's in my top three best Marvel shows to date. So good. Like... I am being biased in having WandaVision be my number one because it's WandaVision and it was something that we've never seen before. But I'm pretty sure if I'm pretty sure Miss Marvel can definitely take the number one spot. Yeah. What about you? I definitely feel like it was a great show i am glad that i did not sleep on it i mean i had nothing else to do so might as well watch it but (laughs) (laughs) no but i definitely think that they they stuck the landing with it and i enjoyed it i definitely do think there were some 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 misses but they swung and at the end of the day that's all we that's how we ask is throw a couple of curveballs at us and see how how it sticks and if it works it works and if it doesn't oh well you tried so with that let's start off with this episode ranking so eddie what episode have you put on your number six slot this is so hard because every episode was so good that as this season progressed, it just got better and better each episode. So my number six least favorite show is going to be the first one, Generation Y. Oh, interesting. Everything else was so good. <laughs> yes, we see her get her powers, but uh, after that, it's just we're in it for the long haul, and it just makes me fall in love with Kamala Khan and her character so much more. Okay, interesting, interesting. What about I? You? I honestly thought our lists were going to be pretty similar, and then you know, straight out of the gate, you just demolish any chance of that happening it's like (laughs) you know that our feelings are on record right yes (laughs) well for my number six slot i have given it to episode five time and again Ah. (laughs) it was a very difficult list okay so it's not the one that i hated the most it was just like uh really this is the one that Overall, the feelings I had when I watched it really were like, "Mm, I'm worried for the season finale. But all six episodes on their own were great. But 
this one had there was one that had to be number six and it just happened to be this one there's a lot of things i liked we get aisha's backstory we learn more about partition i just didn't like that the clandestine storyline just like ends like yeah right here it's like bye so it's like okay they didn't matter and i really felt like this should have been episode three to be honest and we would have gotten this halfway through it would have been like cool let's move on but we didn't and yes it was like memory lane but i still felt like we didn't spend enough time with kamala khan who is our main character mm-hmm. so for that it was number six okay okay so moving on to number five what episode have you given your fifth slot my fifth slot is gonna go with episode two crushed because like i said before (laughs) as the season progresses it just keeps getting better and better seeing her in nakia at the temple seeing this new appreciation for the their culture and seeing her just dance to this pop song of falling in love with <laughs> a cute guy that she just sees it was just so good and like i said it's it's my number five because it's my least favorite but this whole series is just so good that it was so hard to to rank them because each episode is amazing what like our lists, our lists are so different. Like <laughs> we're usually are pretty on sync, but I'm like Eddie, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, for my number fifth slot, I have given it to episode four, seeing red. Oh wow! <laughs> I know. Like I said, our our their our lists are completely different. They I are mean, they're completely some, different. Yeah, there's things that I really liked. Like I love that we got to see mothers and daughters fixed a relationship we got to see them work through generational trauma we get to meet the red daggers and we get all the info on the clandestines but other than that like if they would have just had it there i would have been cool but we got this like obligatory fight chase scene at the end that felt very like eh we already saw this in moon knight couple weeks earlier so it just felt like okay so we're running through the marketplace i get it i just felt like it was way better than time and again but at the same time the things that worked really worked and the things that didn't just kind of felt like eh but someone had to go on the an episode needed to be number fifth and seeing red just was the one that I couldn't I couldn't place it any higher. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love I just want to say these are my favorite episodes to <laughs> to record because <laughs> it really does test our friendship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what episode have you given your fourth slot? Which episode barely missed the top three? My fourth slot 
is episode three, Destined. Okay. Because we got to see Amir's wedding. We got to see them get chased by the clandestines. And we get that crazy reveal of her grandma calling her, telling her she needs to come and fly to Pakistan at the end. Yeah, that was a pretty cool reveal. So, yes. I loved the wedding. I loved seeing them do their choreography and dancing in the hall. It was so good. And it got to open our eyes to a culture that we obviously know nothing about or know know little of. So I loved it. Nice. What about you? Well, my number four slot, barely missing on top three, is going to go to episode one, Generation Y. And I love this episode. I thought it was great. I love that we get to meet everyone, well, almost everyone. Uh, I love that we get to see it through a fan's point of view. And clearly, Kamala is like a super mega fan. And we consider ourselves casual fans because... Unfortunately, we can be a super fan because we didn't grow up reading the comic books. And I don't have a time machine. And I can go back in time and read the comic books. So I would never be a true fan. So I'll just have to settle with being a casual fan. And it was so much fun. I love that we got to see her powers, even for a little bit. And I mean, it gave us a post credit scene, so it kind of had me hyped that they might change the format. And man, was I gooped. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get to the good stuff. The number three. What is your, your bronze medal of this season? My bronze medal of this season, it is episode five, time and again. Because we see a flashback of them falling in love, of her choosing her family, then her other family. And I feel like me nitpicking during our episode recap of the last (laughs) 10 minutes of it made me like not like this episode. And now I feel like just because of that, I can't say like this is like the worst episode. That's why I was contemplating having this one be in my top three or in my bottom three because of how good it was. Like we learn more about the partition, we see Kamala and her mom. And her grandma fixed that trauma that they had. And uh, it was just so good. And 
both of those actors are beautiful and seeing them and following them on Instagram now, it's just like, yeah, there is really great artists out there that we don't experience because we're so engulfed in American culture that it's nice seeing this representation in the show of other people that love to do what they do. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, you know, we have to rank them, but it doesn't mean we hate every episode. Yeah. Right. And like you said, in the moment, as we're experiencing them, we definitely did feel a specific way because we had just been burned by them before. And like I said, I, there was a lot of stuff that I really did like in this episode. If they would have done it like in episode three, even episode four, it probably would have been higher on my list. But I wasn't sure if they were going to be able to close so many like threads that they had in the last episode. Yeah. And like looking back at it, I can definitely see why you would place it so high in your ranking because you know how it ended you know that they stuck the landing so this episode doesn't seem as bad yes exactly <laughs> right and and that's the thing you can always go back and be like why were we so upset with x y and c and it's like because you didn't know that what was going to happen after mm -hmm. like the joke was with you know when batman and robin or like batman forever or like these movies come out, you know, Spider-Man 3, and everyone's like, oh, they were awful. They were terrible. And you look back at them and you're like, no, they're not awful. They're just weird or they're different or they're gay. And if you were to go back and be like, hey, there's like nine more Spider-Man movies coming in the future, or there's like 40 billion more Batman in the future, you'd probably be like, oh. I shouldn't be as mad. Yeah. <laughs> but at the time, you thought, this is all we're getting. This is this is it. This is the end of Spider-Man. We're not going to get any more. And boy, were we wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I can definitely see how this could end up being so high on your list now. After truly having the whole series done and over with and revisiting, it's always fun to be like, was I a little harsh? Yeah, I was yeah. a little harsh, but <laughs> I just didn't want to get hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What takes the bronze medal? Ooh, my bronze medal is going to go to episode two, Crushed. I love this episode. I mean, we get to meet Kamran. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I thought we were going to be stuck with poor little Bruno the entire time. And boy, were we wrong. We get Kamran and... We get to see her at the mosque, which I thought was very impactful to just see a Pakistani American girl going to church. And it wasn't treated as like this big event. It was just like, this is part of my weekly schedule. Let's go. And I mean, we get the Illuminantes. Yes. <laughs> like that alone almost like put it even higher on the list. But I had to like. I had to take a step back. I had to breathe and be like, I love the aunties, but they're a little toxic at times, but 
I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to the silver medal. What episode is getting your number two slot, Eddie? My number two is episode four, scene red. Oh, interesting. Because it was just so good. Like I said, this show brings so much culture that I was not aware of and seeing other people get so excited that they are being represented on TikTok brings me joy because then they mention how when they're at the airport and everyone gets up before the plane even lands, <laughs> like a one, a one of the content creators like was like, yeah, we do that. It's so funny that we do that. Seeing Mala's family from Pakistan, her cousin, her cool cousins, like, okay, you're American. you just want to go around and see dumb things like the train. <laughs> And just seeing her test out her powers, we obviously meet the Red Daggers, which kind of brought out that uncomfortableness of Kamala being in a place that she's not familiar with, but still trying to like act cool and be cool. And at the end of the episode, we see that her bangle gets struck and kind of leaves us in a cliffhanger of like is this a dream does she time travel like it left us excited for the next episode because we didn't know what to expect what was going on and it it just like hyped me up so that's why this one is my number two i do wonder what my list would have looked like if i did experience the show on tiktok as well because i i mean i haven't so it's, it's just little old me i mean i'm not even on twitter anymore either like i've truly have backed off of social media that much that it's just me in my little head <laughs> <laughs> so i do wonder what my list would have looked like if i would have had all those insights as well mm. so what about you what is your silver medal my silver medal is going to go to episode three destined and i love this episode i love the wedding the wedding was so good and it's a party and i feel like people that thought it was cringe it's like just just say that you're boring and move on (laughs) yeah (laughs) we have the dodc at the mosque like we we start seeing exactly how evil this organization really is and how they prioritize who they go after and who they don't Yeah, for sure. I mean, the elders coming in this episode, this was like the elders advice. The elders are wise episode. Everyone was so loving. Everyone was so willing to give advice to us youngins that desperately needed at times. And no one was kind of getting a talk. They were getting advice, but they weren't being talked to. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was nice. And it, the show was breathing when it needed to, and I really loved it. And I mean, that grandma ending, I think that was when we truly were like, oh my God, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) 
this is when the show was like, give us more. And yeah, because of that, I really enjoyed it. And we got the very impactful line of good is not something that you are. Good is something that you do. Yes, that was so good. And I really feel like that is the whole point of the series is good is not what you are. Good is what you do. And for that, I gave it my number two slot. And it just couldn't beat our number one, which if I did the math correctly, we both have the same one as our number one pick, which is all that matters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, Eddie, why did you pick this episode as number one? I picked the season finale, No Normal, as my number one because... It was everything and anything and everything we wanted from a finale a Marvel show deserved. We got loose ends tied up. We got her powers growing. We got the freaking mutation word thrown in there. Not just that. But the little X-Men jingle, because right when I heard that, I was like, no way. And this was in the (laughs) middle of the night (laughs) when everyone was sleeping. And I'm like, ah, who do I talk to? (laughs) I can't talk to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Because we got that. And I love that. Kevin Feige was like, oh, yeah, you guys are not going to watch this show. We're going to do this on the finale just so you guys can now watch the show because it is so good. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I I also put this episode as my number one because, like you said, it gave us everything. It had him picking. It had the mutation word thrown out there. Everybody was back. I love that everybody got a chance to say a line. Everyone helped. Everyone helped. Everyone helped. And the fact that the city came in and was like, no, listen, Ice, get the hell out of here. You're not taking her (laughs) away. Like, it is so impactful that everyone's like, no, this is our hero. This is our girl. You stay the hell out of here. You're not welcome here. Mm -hmm. So that was amazing. We got Zoe, you know, coming in and like not outing Kamala as a superhero. So we got everybody having a moment everyone had a moment to shine right Kamran had a talking to and he decided to be a good person instead of a typical villain which was also nice yeah and we also got her brother joining in on the fun oh yes please even though though he's married and has a family now like he was like I am here for the fun I want to help you out let's do this and it was just so cool to see, like, when does a whole community come together and stick up for their hero? It hasn't been yeah. since since Spider-Man, Spider-Man 1 and 2. <laughs> yeah, and that's what makes those things impactful. It's like, I want to see a hero on the east, on the west coast, like, to be honest, but we have no building, so it's boring. <laughs> <laughs> but no, definitely... This episode just gave me everything I wanted, and I was so happy 
by the end of it. And I really enjoyed the journey. And I mean, her dad, her dad is a national treasure. Like yes. the way he came in and said, like, if you were able to save one life, that's all that matters. And I mean, we got, she got her name. Like this series was not just like her origin story. It was like her powers origin story. It was her name origin story. It was like, it was a she lot got, that came in She at got once. her suit. <laughs> Which I was upset that it was going to be the last episode until we see her wear that suit. But knowing that her mom made it. Made it. Was so good. Finally, we get a suit that makes sense. Right? Like, she can sew, but her mom can. And her mom made the suit. And like you said, I was also upset that we didn't get the suit sooner. But every single piece that came together to make the suit was a journey. And it represents a culmination of everyone that's important to her. Mm-hmm. And that's what I loved about it. It really did feel like a book. Like yeah. this series felt like a book. Like you needed to have read the whole thing in order to understand the final chapter. Yes, for sure. And I feel like that's why my list changed so much. Because obviously my number six was the first episode. And as the episodes <laughs> went on... My list ranking got higher as the season went on and because it was just getting so good every time. Yes, there was like mishaps here and there, but as a story as a whole, like you said, each thing needed to happen for us to get to this finale and it was a perfect way to segue into this finale and to segue into that crazy post-credit scene we got at the end of this episode i know the fact that not only did we get to see captain marvel finally but the fact that they didn't interact was actually kind of great and then that kind of left everyone guessing like what happened like did they switch spots did she trans yeah did she shapeshift into her so it just we now have to wait and Kevin Feige's just rocking in his chair, laughing at all of us because he's drinking his little <laughs> mug, just looking at us like, I knew what you guys wanted. <laughs> and it definitely feels like when you really look at it, it has a spirit of a phase one post credit scene where it's just like, oh, my God, what's going to happen next before you know what's happening? Yeah, I think once we get a clearer picture of where the MCU is going the post credit scenes might not feel as special. Mm-hmm. I think like right now we're getting like little, little clue drops everywhere. And it's like, I don't see how this makes sense. But then once like the whole thing is revealed, it's like, oh, everyone's going to have like 30 minute videos explaining why every post credit scene was genius. Yeah. So who was your favorite character of the entire season? Oh, this, this is not hard, but like we said, all these characters are amazing and they Okay, were... how about we do this? How about we do this? <laughs> Who was your favorite superpowered or heroic character? And then we'll do one that's not a super, but that way we can basically get to. So who was your favorite <laughs> hero of <laughs> the season? Well, obviously Kamala was my favorite. In general, as a whole, because she was perfect. We saw her grow. We saw her get her powers. We saw her 
how big of a Marvel fan she was. She had a YouTube channel about it. She loved just everything and anything Marvel, and I feel like that's why we have this podcast, because we love talking about anything Marvel, and for us to get superpowers, imagine. (laughs) Oh my god, can you imagine? (laughs) We would milk that so much. (laughs) We'd be so messy. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Kamala, obviously favorite character with powers, and I'm going to go with Amir as a non-powered because he also was like hey look at my genes i want to know if i'm a if i have a some powers too i'm like okay eddie (laughs) just say that he makes your genes a little tighter and that's all you need to say (laughs) and just know seeing his wedding seeing how great of a big brother he was wanting to help his sister out and yeah he was probably my favorite after yeah, it definitely felt like their relationship was the most realistic mm-hmm. because they're both at the age where they've outgrown the fighting phase. And yeah. that's kind of the age where this is the age where either you get close to your siblings or it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we can see that they're close, especially when it's like, brother, sister, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> yes. What about you? Uh, it's so difficult because, I mean, we have two boys and a girl. So it's like, who am I going to pick? But it's going to be my girl, Kamala. She (laughs) is, I could see why people love her. And if she is a 10th of what she is in the comic books, I am excited to actually open up that little app on my phone and get a reading because since she's pretty new, I know that I can catch up pretty quickly Yeah. because I'm sorry. I want to get into comic books and, when I keep saying I want to start, I don't know where, everyone's like, just start anywhere. And I'm like, okay. And I start and they're like, well, you know, like what happened last time and, you know, this event. I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully with her, I can like catch up a little quicker. But she was amazing. She was everything I wish I was when I was in high school. Like the the ability to be a super fan of something and then finding the community because of the internet is something I wish I had when I was in high school where I was just a fan of stuff by myself because I didn't know how to find a community Mm -hmm. and just seeing her grow into her powers and trying to become a good person and then knowing that she is a good person. She just has to do good things as well. And I really did love Kamala as a hero. And for someone that doesn't have powers, it's going to have to be Yusuf because he is the best dad in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, period. He shows that you don't have to compensate with money and gadget to try to be a daddy figure. He is there giving the real stuff, the good advice. He is there for everybody. He, He basically helps almost every single person in this show. He gave Kamala her name along with parental advice. He helped Bruno decode the the gin. He helped Nakia probably sway the votes with other people too because 
she told him a really good reason why he should vote for her. Mm-hmm. And Amir, the advice he got before the wedding day, like this man literally is like the glue that holds his family together. And oh my God, I want him to adopt me. <laughs> well, and I love that that he that we didn't have like to have a parental figure die for oh yes Kamala to learn lessons like he gave the lessons and mm-hmm. they were important life lessons that they all learned and they didn't need to die for them to give those lessons to them it's because girls are more mature than boys at that age like <laughs> boys have to see their uncle die in order for them to learn to be a decent human being like girls can just be told yes <laughs> well here's another good question who is a bigger asshole? Agent Devere or Hayward? Because <laughs> um, they, they're both kind of the same. They're both yeah. like in over their heads or trying to, you know, they definitely see no line that they are not allowed to cross. And they well, both I, shoot at a kid. Like yes. Hayward <laughs> shot at Billy and Tommy and Devere was like shooting up at <laughs> Kamala. So who do you think is a bigger asshole? Hayward or Agent Devere? I'm definitely going to say Hayward because I don't think we are done with Agent Devere yet. We know there is something up her sleeve and we're going to get more of her. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, Hayward, because I feel like he's, his story is been done and who cares about him even (laughs) (laughs) even darcy was like okay you're you're done let's get you out of here yeah what about you who do you think is the biggest the bigger asshole i think it's gonna be agent devere and the only reason is that because at least hayward was getting pushback like she really wasn't it was like yeah you're not allowed to do this you know We'll, we'll do it another time. It was not like, oh, what you're doing is wrong. It's like, no, you just can't do it at a school. If this was a warehouse, sure, why not? But they weren't mad that what she was doing was wrong. They were mad that she was doing it at the wrong place or mm. looks bad. So that's even more dangerous. And like I said, I view Department of Damage Control the same way I view ICE at this point in that universe where they feel like they're above the law and they can do what they want. Because at the end of the day, as long as they catch who they're chasing, nothing matters. Yeah. So I definitely think that Agent DeVere is like the bigger asshole. But I do love that we're getting like evil humans with no powers. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> because I think that's even scarier. Mm-hmm. So what do you hope to see from Kamala Khan in the Marvels? I don't even know. Like... She's probably going to be off in space somewhere if they switch spots. Um, Definitely see that interaction of meeting her favorite superhero is going to be fun and exciting. But I don't know. I am open to anything and I'm excited for what they have in store for us getting these three Marvels together. Yeah. What about you? I hope that we get to see her be a badass. I hope that they don't just turn her into like the fangirl. Because Carol Danvers is going to 
she's going to have the fangirl on one side and Monica Rambeau, who clearly kind of has feelings about. Yeah. <laughs> right. Some beef. So, <laughs> some beef. So I'm like, okay, you're in a weird spot. So I definitely hope that, I hope she's not like a damsel in distress the whole time where they have to try to save her. Yeah. Same. So I'm, yeah. So I, I, I'm confident they're not, especially with them changing the name from Captain Marvel 2 to the Marvels to show that it's not just her. So. Yeah, I really hope that we get to see her be a badass and that they just don't, like, sideline her into, like, the kid character. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm hoping that it's not the whole, I have to prove to myself, why won't you let me do this? Because that's really annoying. It is, and we've we've seen it done before. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they're like, you can't do this. This is too dangerous. You didn't say that when I had to go fight at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, definitely, I I like your ranking. I respect your ranking. I can see why you did what you needed to do. And I kind of like that our episodes were not the same, but they all led to the same place. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that about wraps up this episode. I have been your host, Irving. And your host, Eddie. And this has been Discussing Marvel, a casual fan podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Please be sure to leave us a review. And if you have, thank you so much. Share us with your Marvel-loving friends and help us get discovered. And join us next time for another amazing episode.